Welcome to our classroom. In this space, we talk about education, which is inclusive of, but not limited to, what happens in schools. Education is taking place whenever and wherever we are willing to learn. I am your host, Roberto Germán, and our classroom is officially in session. In this episode of Our Classroom, Dr. Sonia Cherry Paul invites Lorena Germán to join her in one of the Red Clay Ed community conversations. As we transition from summer fun and flexibility, Sonia challenges the audience to consider the following themes, nourishment, rejuvenation, preparation, and anticipation. Dr. Sonia Cherry Paul is the adapter of the number one New York Times bestseller, Stamped for Kids. She is an educator, author, founder of Red Clay Educators, and co-founder of the Institute for Racial Equity and Literacy. Lorena Germán is the co-founder and academic director at Multicultural Classroom. She leads professional development for teachers and creates teaching materials with and for leading literacy organizations. She is also the author of Textured Teaching, a Framework for Culturally Sustaining Practices and the Anti-Racist Teacher Reading Instruction Workbook. Hopefully you will share some of the ways that you are thinking about those themes, the themes of nourishment, rejuvenation, preparation, and anticipation. So the key questions to think about include, you know, how are we feeding ourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally? How are we restoring ourselves with new ideas and ways of moving through the world? How are we readying ourselves for all that we hope to accomplish, both personally and professionally? And how are we energizing ourselves about the future and the possibilities ahead? So Lorena, are you with us? Hey, hey. Hey. I am so happy I, I got to see you for the first no. time in person since 2019, oh two weeks God. ago. I know. Right? I feel like it's already that been so really, long. And I feel the same way. Because seeing you honestly felt like breathing. Dr. Aww. Yolanda Celia Ruiz, our sister, she was on a couple of weeks yes. ago. And she said, find you, find you some friends mm-hmm. that help you to breathe. And yes. although our time was That's brief, true. girl, I know. although it, it was, was brief that we were together, it felt yeah. like breathing. Yeah, it was good. It was definitely an exhale. It was definitely a... I'm holding this. Let me put it down and look at it with you. You know, that felt good. Yeah. 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 So what's good, sis? What What else is helping you to breathe these days? Mm, what's helping me breathe? You know what? Um, I've been getting back to reading for me. You mm. know, like we do so much reading for others, for work, to create this, to create materials, to think about how people can use this book, which is great. Like, I love doing that. Um, and I have been yearning. I've been yearning for mm. many, many months to just be like, wait, let me just feed me. Right. Like, let me just read something that is for me. And so there was a book that um, I had on my desk that I had started, I mean, on my night table. I had started it, and then I paused it because, you know, the enemy time just wasn't letting me. 
And um, mm-hmm. finally, I forced myself to take a minute one night and be like, let me just get back in this book. Because the way I am is like, if I'm in it, that's it. I'm in it. I'm going to find the moments. I'm going to find the way because I'm in it. But if I'm not, you know, if I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. If I'm not really like, if the book hasn't captured me just yet, I'm probably not going to fall back into it is the truth. And right. so, yep. boy, did I fall in it. My goodness. <laughs> so good. Fed me. What are you reading? The Three Mothers. The Three Mothers. By Anna Malika Tubbs. How the mothers of Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and James Baldwin shaped a nation. So good. Like, I can't stop talking about it. (laughs) Every time I see someone, they're like, what you doing? I'm like, reading this book right here. This one. Um, I finished it. And... It's it's so good. It's also like I haven't read a book from cover to cover for myself for a long time. Yeah. And this one, girl, even the authors know, okay, I read all the pieces. <laughs> all the pieces. Oh, my so goodness. Good. So good. I know I was talking with a few of us that, you know, all of our friends that we know together that, and I know other people experience this, that during the pandemic, it was hard to read. It was hard to fall into a book and to escape between the pages because everything felt so heavy because it was. And so I'm super excited when people are like, oh my gosh, I'm reading Mm -hmm. again. I found this book. I made this connection. So Lorena, what's something you're taking away from with this Mm -hmm. book? Like something that's sticking with you um, you know, how have you been influenced by this? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, God, I don't even know how to answer that because I'm still processing. But yeah. I, I really appreciate the way that she contextualized historically, socially, politically, economically, um, in every possible way. She mm. contextualized what it is to be a woman, a black woman, a mother, right? So like a black woman mother um, Yep. in this country. So I'm just letting that sit with me. And yep. um, there were things that I knew. And then there were so many things I just had not considered. And, and just stuff I didn't know. Like I didn't know about these women. I hadn't thought about um their I didn't know their particular impact on their sons. And that's her whole point is that we know about these three men, right? We know so much about them. Mm-hmm. Um and we are told in all of their cases a little bit about their fathers, but we are not told about their mothers. We're not told about their mothers at all. Um one of the things that's sitting with me you know, as English teachers, we, we, some of us will teach um, the one section of, of Malcolm X's autobiography, right? Where he's learning all about the words and memorizes the dictionary and all that stuff. And what we don't teach is that when he was a child, it was his mother who taught him that. She is mm. the one that taught him all the words and she gave him the practice of sitting with the dictionary and coming and every day those kids came home from school she was like what did they teach you and she ran her own yeah. school right there and was like this is the truth yeah. about that she did her own unschooling and relearning every day mm. after school 
And so everything that Malcolm X became later, if you think about it, right? Like what he did comes from that, from his mother. And yes, yes. he gets a clear passion from his father and an understanding of injustice. Um, and he equally, equally got it from his mother, you know? And so yeah, yeah. I'm just like still blown away from some of those details. Um, girl, I was on that plane. I think back from San Antonio. No, no, Seattle. I was in Seattle last week. I'm on that plane. Yeah. I, my tears are flowing when we get to the wow. chapter of their deaths. Because I, like, obviously we all knew mm. that was coming, right? Like, I knew it was mm -hmm. coming. The boys are going to die. Um, and so it's not even about the deaths. But this author, this author just, I, don't, I didn't know it was possible to make me like see these deaths as new again i yeah. mean i just yeah it was just i, I was just dumbstruck yeah um i love because because we, love often, we often yeah we often think about the loss of these three um, incredible men from the perspective of the loss for humanity right yeah. but we don't often think about the loss to their mother yes right yes. and what we don't we don't do you know and that's part of um the work we need to do in order to really think about the full humanity of of everyone right thinking about the their mothers and what that loss was like is not even work that i've done and I have to tell you, as the mother of, as the black mother of an adult daughter, mm -hmm. I have been thinking a lot, Lenina, about the invisibility of our work. You yeah. know, the lack of acknowledgement of our work. And, yeah. um, and, and I'm not talking about from the perspective of, of the children. So <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. I just mean the totality of that in, in the world. And, mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking also about Jason Reynolds' podcast, My Mother Made Me, and the way he honors his mother mm -hmm. now so that she can receive her flowers, so that yeah. the world understands what yeah. she did um, mm -hmm. as his mother. It's so powerful and beautiful. So I just finished that podcast, and now I have to get this book, I Told You in San Antonio, that it's on my list for sure. It's yeah. going to be one of the first things I'm reading when I go on vacation. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think it's going to take will me places. It. I think you'll appreciate it. I learned so much. Um, and so, mm. you know, it was just so powerful. I'm still, I'm still letting it teach me, you know? Yeah. So. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I yes. am looking forward to vacation soon so I can just breathe by the ocean and read. Um, yeah. Cause you know, I've just been working all summer and, and, yeah. you know, and all the things happening all summer. Yeah, and right. I think, you know, one of the ways to lean into these themes I've been asking everyone to think about is uh, for me is, is to, to work on some, some projects some that I can't quite discuss yet, but uh, <laughs> it's giving me life because at the core for all of these projects, Lenaina, are the things that you and I are passionate about. Justice, affirmation, liberation, right? It's at the core for all of this. So I'm super excited about um, the possibilities ahead. 
And one project that I want to talk about is a Black Creator Series. This will be a Red Clay Ed Candlewick collaboration. It's coming back. Season three is, is coming back. We have a new platform. There'll be more to share about that soon. Um, but Lorena, are you, you're always preparing, right? When I think about that theme preparation, you are always thinking about, you know, readying yourself for, for what's ahead. Are there any things personally or professionally that you're excited about that you want to shout out before we head out already? And one of those things, the mural project that we talked about, this is the book that I wanted to give you and I'm oh, trying to get it out to you. Okay. Yeah. I, I appreciate this out you. you because <laughs> Of your many projects, that is one that I can't wait for you to develop wow. and then share with all of us. Yeah. Well, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to be, okay? I just know that right yeah. now I am so enamored and I don't know what the what the other word is. Like, I'm just captivated by murals right now. And there is something, I feel like there's some, there's a treasure there that I have to uncover. So... You know, wherever I go, Sonia experienced it. Wherever I go and I see a couple murals, I'm like, boom, I'm coming back. And <laughs> it is what it is. I'm going. I'm going to go see these. Um, <laughs> and so in San Antonio, when we were there. Y'all, you haven't lived. Yeah. You have not lived. I was just going to say to everyone, you have not lived until you've stood on, on the street corner in 105 <laughs> degrees with Lorena analyzing yeah. mural across the street. I mean, you have it, was, it, was it was definitely it was amazing. 105. Amazing. Absolutely. So there's that kind of brewing <laughs> in my mind and my heart. Um, and then another thing I'm getting more and more excited about, it's not my own personal project, but it's a multicultural classroom project. And it's Roberto's poetry book, the YA poetry book that will hopefully be coming out in the next couple of months. Ooh. And yes. I'm excited for a couple of reasons. One, you know, there really is um, a little bit of a gap in why and, you know, like I can, I can name off some of them. And so I just feel like this is going to be such a powerful contribution. Obviously, I'm seeing it as a, as a wife, as an adult, but I'm also like, wow, there's so much opportunity in classrooms with this. Um, and so I'm very excited as I'm watching it evolve mm. and, and watching the poems really solidify. Um, yeah. More and more excited about seeing that product out there. That's exciting. Oh, my goodness. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of him. Yeah. I'm so excited for both of you and for all of us to continue to bask in your brilliance. Yes. What is, what is, yeah. I know you can't say a lot, but what's next for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking about, I'll just say this. If you know, right. you know that we've gone through some things this summer. And what I'm trying to do is mm. think about the lessons learned from that and channel all of my energy no that. longer into, <laughs> you know, chaos <laughs> and, uh, and that and put it uh, elsewhere to make something beautiful and powerful for all of us. Yeah. So that's what I can say right now. Yes. Uh, just because my goal is to create yes. for us. For yes. And we need it. We need it. Yes. As always, your engagement in our classroom is greatly appreciated. Be sure to subscribe, rate the show, and write a review. 
finally for resources to help you understand the intersection of race, bias, education, and society, go to multiculturalclassroom.com. Peace and love from your host, Roberto Germán.